0: funny Lady.
1: hello
0: <laughs> hello
1: welcome to three funny ladies
2: that's joe bailey
1: that's susan Cox.
2: <laughs> you sound so depressed
1: i was really great and then like this morning <laughs> and then I, I started talking to you and then i realized we had to do this today <laughs> No, I, this morning I got just a grande iced coffee so I could enjoy it during our time here today. Sure. And I just went and got it out of the refrigerator and put my straw in it. I'm sorry, I used a straw.
2: Okay.
1: And discovered that they put the sugar syrup in it. So I might as well have taken my $3 and thrown it into the garbage can. <laughs> I'm
2: so sorry.
1: Because now it is inedible, it, which is not the right word, but it's not indrinkable. And I don't know if there is a word for that.
2: Uh um indigestible
1: it is now indigestible <laughs> and their actions are indefensible
2: <laughs> i wish everyone could see my hair it looks fun it's it's it's
1: something it's very mohawky.
2: it is uh so what's uh anything exciting happening
1: happened? yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you i was just before we came on and i was in, in before the iced coffee debacle <laughs> Uh, that just ruined my whole day. Whatever. I was watching uh, an episode of Three's Company because now since I saw that one that Lucille Ball was hosting, apparently I'm all right back into Three's Company. Okay. And it was the one episode where they had a terrible misunderstanding.
2: Okay. You're going to have to narrow it
1: down. <laughs> but it's uh, – well, it's a Terry episode, which I don't normally care for those as much. Oh,
2: no. No, no, no.
1: But here's here's the kicker. So <laughs> Jack is dating a woman who's a sex therapist.
2: Oh, But
1: Janet thinks that she's a sex worker.
2: Oh my God. And
1: all of the conversation could easily be led into thinking that that's what she does. Right. But I was laughing a little bit.
2: You know, it, it, OK. Well, <laughs> know so that's all that. that's happening.: Um OK, OK. Uh, my kid forcibly yanked a tooth from her head. This Ooh. week:
1: <laughs> Oh, those those good old days.
2: She's like, it really, it hurts now. I was like, yeah, because it wasn't supposed to come on. D- Did you know? You'll never need this. But did you know that there is a chart? I'll show you. The audience at home won't see it. There is a chart that tells you when baby teeth come in, like what age, and when they oh, shed is what they call Ew, it. Which is I thought you were going to say shit. And when they shit.
1: When and those the, teeth shit, it's terrible.
2: The tooth that... um came out was not supposed to come out until she was 10 to 12 years old
1: when does this whole process end
2: well what threw me for an absolute loop is that it said all your teeth should be done shedding by the age of 21 and i was like hold the phone what (laughs) what the fuck but no baby teeth should be done by 12
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
2: which here's the thing i'm a terrible mother and i haven't really been keeping track i just is i've been a parent for almost 10 years i just discovered this chart i haven't been really keeping track of you know when she's supposed to lose teeth and and you know so every time she loses a tooth i become um i think oh god i was that a baby tooth or did she lose an adult tooth because i haven't been paying attention to her mouth like probably i should
1: i mean she should just be losing baby teeth right
2: Yeah, but, you know, I don't know what she does at night. Like if she she,
1: punches herself in the face?
2: Yeah, what if she has some terrible uh, habits that, you know, make her lose her teeth?
1: Could you tell if it was an adult tooth that was loosened? Or was that rejected?
2: (laughs) Her face rejects teeth. Well, I don't know that is the point. But she hasn't lost any adult teeth. Okay. Just so we're clear. And I do know what she does at night. She sleeps. I'm not that bad. I'm not that terrible. I mean, Do you know I she have no a, idea. She sleeps, I think. <laughs> I think. I, I mean, I have no idea where she's now, you
1: know, but uh,
2: she's grocery shopping with her father.
1: It's so funny. I don't know if we talked about this before, but when I was her age in the summertime, mm-hmm. forget about it. You leave the house at nine in the morning, you come back when the streetlights come on.
2: And this is how I was as well, which does not jive with how protective my mother was because, um, for those of you not in Michigan, um, the Oakland chi- Oakland County child killer, um, was a thing the year that I was born. So my mother was very, very, uh, uh protective of me. Um, Cause the
1: first one was in your hometown.
2: Yeah. And I told you abduction. this story. Yeah. 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 Um, Yes. Very close, very, one half degree of separation. And so she was very protective, but I also must have been a very annoying child because I too would be let out. (laughs) And then what my mother would do would just stand on the porch and yell my name. And that's when I would come home.
1: Yeah, we got that too sometimes.
2: And so it just doesn't jive. So my her annoyance with me must have been stronger than her protectiveness of me. She'd be like, yeah, I don't, yeah, just go. I don't, I don't even care.
1: Just get out. It's just, it's so crazy to think that nowadays, like your child being gone for 12 hours, 12 hours in the world. Out, just, no idea. The world. Yeah.
2: Beth, she, like today, she went to sit on the French Front on the French porch.
1: Um, we have a French Ooh, la, porch. Moula la. <laughs> la, la. Oh, baguette. Um, and a German back door.
2: You know that has to be some sort of sex act. Google German back door. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, like the Amish heater.
2: Yes. Uh, she oh, just was sitting on the front porch and I can see her, but it makes me
1: nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. That back in the day, there still was as much terrible behavior by strangers as there is today. <laughs> so I looked up German backdoor, and while that didn't come up, hidden cam wife tries backdoor free videos did show up. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. I think that's it. I the, think that's I, it.
2: So we're just going to call it German backdoor from now on. TM,
1: TM, TM, TM. All anal is just German backdoor. Uh <laughs> You have
2: to wear later hosen. But other than that, <laughs> uh, that's, that's what makes it a German backdoor. Uh, yeah. Let's this. see. I always think of stuff that I've done during the week after, like, we mm. log off and I go, oh, I didn't talk about X, Y, and Z. Well, I know
1: something that you did because you celebrated your birthday this past weekend. I
2: did. 47. And
1: then we went to dinner.
2: We did.
1: We Now, for, okay. So I'm I'm going to you can butt in but I'm going to start the story. So Joe and I took Sue's out for her birthday on Tuesday. Now remember this, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. So she Sue's, she's right in front of me so I can say her name and not talk uh, not talk about her like she's not in the room. Um that, that was that was my Julia Roberts impression. Okay. Um so she decided that to go to the Olive Garden. Sure, sure. I
2: haven't been there since
1: uh, years. Since Arizona. Years. Five years. So we go to the one to that's an closest. An closest yeah, to Yeah, five us. years. I haven't been to an Olive Garden. Get there at six o'clock on a Tuesday. Packed, like out the door. Packed. line out the door. Crazy, like people, like what? groups of people streaming in as we're walking. Like what in the fuck? So we didn't and go I there. said absolutely no. So we left and drove no, another four had hours Because I all to day Chili's. in
2: preparation. <laughs> <laughs> right? Then we went to a Chili's, which we could have gotten to two hours previous. Um, but yeah, and then the Chili's, first of all, that guy, he was a little too flirty. I didn't really appreciate how he was sitting on BJP. It was a little uncomfortable. I was like, he okay, was. take he your German a-
1: back door somewhere else.
2: I don't need to see this right now. <laughs> he
1: was a big old bear. Did you think he was he a bear? He really was. <laughs>
2: And I was like, yeah. And then you had something that I didn't (laughs) understand. I didn't like how he was flirting with BJP. Also, they didn't have your dipping
1: sauce. Yeah, but but, but, but my dipping sauce was honey mustard. So it wasn't like it was some exotic dipping sauce. It
2: it, 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 it wasn't like, you know, bacon aioli. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know food. But, you know, uh, it was, yeah, it was honey mustard.
1: Yeah. So like
2: I have some in my fridge. Right now.
1: <laughs> I'm going to run home. I'll be back in four hours.
2: What? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to stop at Olive Garden. You know what? I'm going to go to
1: the Olive Garden. See if they have honey mustard. They probably did. They probably did. They probably did. did.
2: Yeah. But Maybe, maybe, all, there, maybe their order of honey mustard went to the Olive Garden accidentally. <laughs> I don't know.
1: But I ate like a stuck <laughs> pig at that dinner.
2: Me too. And then everyone at Olive Garden's like, ah, they're swimming in. But maybe that, maybe they were cleaning out uh, honey mustard. Maybe there was a flood. Bats.
1: Yeah. Demidic. There's bats.
2: That's why everyone was outside.
1: The great honey mustard shortage of 21. <laughs> <laughs> First the pandemic and now this. Now, do you remember? I don't know if you so much- do this.
2: Yeah, oh. oh, sorry. I don't know. Uh, Go ahead. It You know what? It wasn't going to be funny based on the previous things I've said so far.
1: That wasn't going to be funny either. So it's fine. Uh, like two or maybe three months ago, they were predicting that we were entering into a ketchup shortage. It's probably a little bit longer than that. Yeah, like yeah. that was going to be akin to like the toilet paper issue of last year. So I hightail it to Kroger and buy like five things of ketchup. Every time I've been to the store since, there's plenty of ketchup. Ketchup plenty. That's so, shocking.
2: What, what do you mean a ketchup shortage? Why would there be they a ketchup shortage?
1: Say, I don't know why. I'm not a ketchup expert. But I am apparently a ketchup <laughs> sheep it. because you I'm like, oh, I gotta go got to go and get me some ketchup.
2: I can't remember the the last time I used ketchup in my home. Actually, I oh, can. It was probably it. on a burger like last week. But but I'm saying, like it's not like... If there wasn't ketchup, it wouldn't be like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Oh, like, yeah. And we it need it fine. in the
1: house. We need all it. Right. Joe makes all these sauce concoctions with his meals.
2: But he can't just whip up a ketchup.
1: <laughs> he puts, like, I don't even know, stuff that are just like concoctions.
2: Okay. <laughs> but you know, people mix mayo and ketchup.
1: Well, they have that. We, now we've been buying those because they make them now, mayo chop. And there's okay. also. Uh, Ranchalo or Ranch Buffalo Ranch, Ranchaloff. There's also, ranch, hang on.
0: What? What? What?
1: There's Cranch, which is ketchup and ranch.
2: Okay, first of all, these names are fucking disgusting. There's Mayo one
1: Chup? more too. Yeah, Mayo Chop and cranch. cranch. There's the Buffalo Ranch one, which I can't remember what it's called. Ranchalo? Ruffalo? <gasps> it's called Ruffalo. It's, Mark Ruff- it's Ode to Mark Ruffalo. If it's not Ruffalo, I'm pissed. And then there's one more too. Oh, there's the sriracha honey one. That's real good. Oh,
2: wait a minute. Ruffalo doesn't make any sense. It's not, it's got to be ketchup, ketchup low because no, ranch has, oh wait, was it? It's buffalo ranch, ranch and
1: buffalo sauce. Buff buffalo Is ketchup
2: ranch. involved in that one at all?
1: No, there's just ketchup and ranch, which is the cranch.
2: Oh God, that's right. <laughs> and the ruffalo.
1: And the Mark and Ruffalo. The,
2: and the Mark Ruffalo. And then what was the last abomination?
1: Honey, racha. Honey and sriracha.
2: Okay, but that's
1: a thing. That's like a sauce. Uh, yeah, there was one more. And it's Buffer Ranch. Buffer Ranch.
2: All right. For the people naming these things need to be fired. They're doing a terrible, terrible job. Buffer cranch?
1: Ranch? Cranch?
2: No, absolutely not. I wouldn't buy them on their names alone. No. Yeah, so,
1: so that happened. Okay. <laughs> I mean, your dinner. Not uh, yeah. Buff, not Buffer Ranch. Or,
2: or Mark Ruffalo.
1: or Mark, Yeah, Ruffalo is a lot better.
2: I would I would have accepted.
1: So there's also mayo must. <laughs> oh no, no. And ketchup chili. No. The chili. What no. the hell is that? It's no ket, ketchup and chili. No. Ketchup. No, I like chili. Buff. I rebuke powder. Like spicy ketchup. Hmm. But I think, yeah, like that same thing that's in like the honey racha, it looks like similar to that with ketchup.
2: Americans should not be allowed to invent (laughs) condiments. That's what I'm going to say right now. I'm going to make that statement. If you saw me, dear listener, if you saw me, you would think you would automatically assume that I would be a connoisseur of all those disgusting things. But I'm not. Those all sound terrible.
1: I am of most of them.
2: You are a, you are an enigma to me, my friend. <laughs> I also can only, okay, that's a lie. I'll eat any ranch, but I have a favorite ranch. Which is? Well, I don't know what kind it is, but Jets has it.
1: I have a favorite ranch. I do not know what it is, <laughs> but it is But my you know favorite. how
2: sometimes you get ranch and it's kind of sweet and you're like, no, sir. Mm. It needs to be buttermilky.
1: Mm. It needs to be
2: Creamy. Mm, hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah creamy it like most restaurants they have the ranch that i like but some restaurants they give you bullshit and you're like what the f- what what the fuck is this that you know it's like you added splendor to it i don't
1: like it they give you bullshit and try to make you think it's ranch that's right <laughs> they try to make you think it's cranch <laughs>
2: oh, oh, oh you want honey mustard go to olive garden okay <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that shit here i saw black widow did we discuss that i don't I think, think we did. Oh.
1: Get, no. Did we?
2: Did we? I don't. It was good. Yes, we did. Because then I came home and I watched Watched it on the super mm -hmm, secret. mm -hmm, On the super secret website. And let me tell you, that is a game changer because I always, when we go to see a movie, if I've liked it, I always come home and immediately want to watch it again. And so now actually being able to really, I mean, I lead a charmed life. It's amazing. And Florence
1: Pugh is a delight. Oh, she just is.
2: She really is, and I didn't like her before for unknown reasons. I
1: remember. She was one of those. And now I love her. She is so good in Little Women, Oscar nominated. I'm never going to see that, but... I know you won't, but it's so good.
2: Okay. Emma Thompson was originally supposed... No. Wrong. Emma Watson was originally supposed to play... her sister instead of Florence Pugh. So I think they were just going through the little women cast.
1: Ah, yes. Although I would love to see Emma Thompson play Scarlett Johansson's sister. That
2: would be great. Yes. (laughs) I think. What if it was Emma Thompson from Cruella in black widow?
1: Yeah. I haven't seen Cruella yet, so I can't comment on that. I thought you had. Mm -mm, Not yet. You need to. It's amazing. Um, we just saw The Conjuring at the movies. Now, here's the thing about this is we <laughs> went to, there aren't a lot of, because it's been out for, it's so weird because it's been out since the beginning of June, which it's, so it's disappearing from places. Sure,
0: sure, but sure. But there are
1: only like six movies that are playing. So it's odd to me that they're not playing this anymore. A lot of places. Mm-hmm. Plus a lot of, everyone probably watched it on HBO. Anyway. So we go to the theater where we can go and see it and they do not have the reclining seats. Now Which I, don't I know thought what kind were standard. Of, yeah, I don't know what kind of third world theater you're trying to force me into. What
2: kind of art house fucking
1: garbage are you trying to pull over on me? We're watching
2: what? The Conjuring.
1: Yeah, what is this, fucking stadium seats? What is what? this, 2005? Am I poor?
2: I want to recline.
1: So unfortunately, because I'm also 117 years old... <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the film, my back was killing me.
2: Oh, those seats
1: are terrible. And we were supposed to go see In the Heights directly after. And I just, I, we didn't go because I was like, my back is killing me. No, I can't sit enough. in these for another two and a half hours.
2: That would be enough for me. So, you know, once uh, we went to see uh, Indiana Jones and The Crystal Skull, and it was so bad. We saw, immediate, we saw a movie immediately afterwards just to cleanse the palate. Uh, now, yeah. I can't remember for the life of me what that movie was, but we liked it better than Crystal Skull.
1: I, I wanted to do that also, just for that same purpose, because The Conjuring was so bad, just so bad, horrifically bad, and not no, no pun intended.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: <clears throat> <laughs> I don't watch the scary movies because I thought you did. I okay. Let me back up. I do. But I can't. We don't go to the movies to see them because Pete does not enjoy them. He is a big fucking scaredy cat when it comes to scary movies. And like when I say, like Blair Witch terrifies him. Like he just can't. He is just. Or like paranormal activity. I almost said paranormal project.
0: Um,
2: uh, Paranormal, like it just terrifies him. So he can't watch them. And then, you know, we got the kid. Can't let her watch him.
0: She's scared of everything. (laughs)
2: So, and I don't love them enough that I would watch them alone. And anytime I, and when I have alone time, that's when I try to sneak in my like, um, true crime
1: stuff. Yeah, your real life horror.
2: But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't watch them too. Like he'll watch the Scream franchise, Halloween franchise. Um, he will watch those t- like slasher
1: movies. Mm-hmm. He'll watch mm-hmm.
2: paranormal movies. He will not watch.
1: Yeah, I'm just the opposite. The, the slashers don't do it for me, but I get real scared of those paranormal <laughs> things. Yeah, but you know, not this conjuring. It was terrible. Everyone stay away.
2: Oh. I don't get scared of them either. Is there something wrong with me? Is that the, the, the sign of a sociopath? I don't think so. It's just like, oh, here comes a guy with a knife. There. Oh yeah, no, no, no! But I'm saying even the paranormal ones, like the oh, those um, don't. The, no, like the um, the one with Tony Collette, the and... sixth sense. <laughs>
1: yep, the sixth sense, terrible. Hereditary. hereditary,
2: hereditary. I was like, I don't understand why this is scary, and it's actually kind of annoying because I don't
1: know what's going on. I did not like that movie. I thought it was dumb. But we are in the minority on that one uh
2: apparently yeah the only thing that i find scary that is so scary that i think that is the scariest moment in movies ever is in i think it's the third exorcist with the wit yes yes i hate it i hate it just watch the third s you'll know what i'm talking about it is the most brilliantly executed jump scare in the world it is scary it is frightening it is the scariest Piece of cinema ever. That's the only thing. Everything else, I'm like, no, okay, whatever.
1: Does the Blair Witch activity?
2: (laughs) Blair Witch activity. (laughs) (laughs) That is
1: terrifying. The Blair Witch Witch project. Frighten you? Scare you? Did it?
2: I feel like when I saw it in the theater, it. Well, I have a story about that. Like I told you, I have a story for every literal thing that's happened in my life. So. I um, saw the Blair Witch after going to Coney Island with some work friends. And you know how it's handheld. And that was like the first movie of its kind. And the friend sitting next to me um, got sick because of the handheld movement. And she threw up her chili cheese fries all over the guy next to us. Um, So that was that. And then directly from seeing Blair Witch, I went camping.
1: Oh, wow. Wow
2: then after camping for three days i came home to a home with no power so it was like this prolonged nightmare is what i'm saying um so yeah but i do like the movie and yeah that's 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 scary like i can be like oh well if that happened to me in real if it happened in real life obviously i'd be terrified right
1: but watching it, i'm like "Eh." you know i thought it scared me i thought i think it's a scary scary movie yeah i think it's um, a scary movie i
2: think it's a scary movie you can find oh, it is it rom-com. a comedy
1: is it a rom-com
2: it's a rom-com
1: um shall we dive into our lady
2: let's let's dive, dive into right into her
1: deep pool of our lady
0: <laughs> the soft tissue <laughs> what is that?
1: let's do it so this week we're talking about hometown heroine kristen bell kristen yeah. ann bell if you will
2: Kristen
1: Bell. Kristen Bell. Do you remember your first memory of Kristen Bell?
2: It would be Veronica Mars.
1: Yeah, I I was trying to remember. I never watched. I watched Veronica Mars late in life.
2: Okay.
1: So it must have just been from when it was on, but I didn't watch it. But just knowing who she was.
2: Right, 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 right. Yeah.
1: But Kristen Ann Bell was born on July 18th, 1980. So she just turned 41 last weekend. Uh, and Day she was, after
2: I turned 47. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. She was born in Huntington Woods, uh, where she was raised, which is about 10 minutes from where we are right now.
2: That's right. Oh, I have a story about her. I almost oh, forgot. What? So she went to Shrine High School. And uh because when I told Peter uh who we were doing, she, he's like, Oh, I have a story about her. Uh our friend Keenan asked her to a dance. Oh. In high school.
1: She did she go?
2: Politely declined.
1: Oh. <laughs> anyway, that, that was the whole story. <laughs> uh her mother, Lorelei, is a registered nurse. And her father, Tom, works as a television news director in Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: Ooh. Wow. Her
1: parents divorced when she was two, and oh, Kristen—they were still together. Mm-mm. She has two stepsisters from her father's second marriage, and she also has two half sisters from and and two half brothers from her mother's second marriage. Oh, so she's
0: okay.
1: got a lot of marriage type of relations.
2: A lot of stuff going on
1: there. Yeah, uh, she. Says that she did not – oh, sorry, I just wanted to say, too, that my information comes from Wikipedia and also a 2021 interview with Self Magazine. Oh, okay. Uh, she says that she did not like her first name uh, at the age of four, and so her mother convinced her to go by her middle name, Anne, instead. And so she used the name Annie until she was in high school. Um, and she once broke both of her wrists at the same time playing street hockey. All right. Can you imagine? How terrible.
2: No, I can't imagine playing street hockey in the first place. So, Well,
1: that's true. Yes. There's a reason why I don't take exercise. <laughs> you don't because, take it? <laughs> yes, because it just leads to injury.
2: It just leads to injury and heartbreak. Why would you that's do that? That's
1: right. No, no, I will not take it. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I oh, no, thank you. I won't be taking that today. <laughs> <laughs> in
1: 1992, Kristen went to her first audition and won a dual role as a banana in a tree in a production of Raggedy Ann and Andy at Stagecrafters. Yeah, she was in the youth program at Stagecrafters, which is a local community theater for those of you who are not in the know on that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Her mother had established her with an agent uh, before she was 13, which allowed her to appear in newspaper advertisements for several Detroit retailers and TV commercials. And she also began private acting lessons. And in 1998, she appeared with an uncredited role in the locally filmed movie Polish Wedding. Oh. Now, do you remember this movie? They filmed it in Hamtramck.
2: Yes, it's ringing a bell.
1: And Claire Danes is the star.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Kate Peckham also might be in it. I was going to say, do you know anyone in it? Um, It was a big deal at the time. Just before her freshman year of high school, her parents decided to remove her from the public school system. She attended Shrine Catholic High School in Royal Oak, where she took part in the Drama and Music Club. And during her time at school, she was the star of the school's production of the Wizard of Oz as Dorothy Gale. She also appeared in Fiddler on the Roof, Lady Be Good, and Lil Abner, all of these in high school. And in 1998, she graduated from high school having been named the year's best looking girl Mm. by the senior class vote.
0: Mm.
1: Now, Uh, Shortly after her high school graduation, she moved to New York City to attend New York University's Tiesch School of the Arts, studying musical theater. And in 2001, during her senior year, she left school a few credits shy, graduating to take a role in the Broadway musical version of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Uh, She played Becky. I forget Becky's last name. Sharp? Thatcher. Thatcher. Who's Becky Sharp? (laughs) Um, is Is that the character from Vanity Fair? Anyway, uh, I think it is. <laughs> that musical was very short-lived and uh, did not uh, last very long on the Broadway. She is one of those small group of female performers who can sing real well. Uh-huh. So, like, whenever musicals are being made into films, there's always usually... It's either her, Amanda Stefried, or Anne Hathaway,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or... Um, Anna Kendrick like those Mm -hmm. are like the big four who like sing yeah um Kristen has experienced anxiety and depression since the age of 18 this is one thing I love about her she's very forthcoming about her life Mm -hmm. about her marriage about her mental health and I think it's super important and I love how open she is about all of this yes so she's experienced anxiety and depression since the age of 18 when she left Michigan to go to college She said, why do I feel terrible and exhausted every day? I wasn't suicidal. It was just a generalized dark cloud over me. I felt like my real personality was in a tiny cage inside my body, Ah. which is like a perfect way to describe depression. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Do you you have depression?
2: I sure do, buddy. Yeah, Um, me too. Yeah, I didn't realize it till... I went to the doctor after, uh, my mom died and she said, you know, I want you, you know, they have those little tests. One side is depression. One side is anxiety. Uh, she's like, you know, are you depressed? And I was like, yeah, but my mom just died. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm depressed. Um, I think that it'll, you know, it'll work itself out. And she had me take the little test. She's like, Oh, I think you're clinically depressed. I want to put you on something. I was like, let's wait. I, and I'm not against pharmaceuticals, uh, but but I'm stubborn. I'm just stubborn. And so I was like, well, let's wait. And then um, I started having panic attacks at work
0: because
2: mm. I also have uh, generalized anxiety. So <laughs> um, I called the doctor. I was like, yeah, drugs, drugs, please. And it wasn't, I feel like I'm a totally different person on the drugs. And I would recommend if you need store-bought serotonin, go for it. I didn't realize I have been depressed my whole life and I didn't even know it. I just thought, and because I remember having like bad days, being really sad or down and it being so bad and thinking, my God, this is so bad. I wonder how people with depression do it. Because this is terrible. If you had to, dep- if I had depression, it would just—I wouldn't be able to cope. Not realizing that that was <laughs> depression. Um, so I was like, "Oh, people don't think about just standing in traffic." Okay, great. uh, <laughs> uh so yeah. So I—I uh, I take the Zoloft now, and it's amazing. I love it. I would recommend it if you need it. There's no shame in it.
1: No, absolutely not. I had my first bout. With depression when I was living in Los Angeles, like 20 some odd years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I didn't even like, it just crept up. And then suddenly in the, I was in the midst of it and it just like, don't care. Don't care. Don't care to do anything. Don't care to try to get better. Don't care to just don't care.
2: That was the other thing I was having panic attacks at work. And also I was on stage. We were about to
1: do RoboCop the musical
2: and everybody was warming up and I was standing on stage and I just was like I don't care I don't care about the show I don't care if I screw up I'm not nervous there's no adrenaline like I I literally could not care any less about what's about to happen I don't care and that was when I went oh oh okay that's that's a problem
1: yeah I could feel it creeping. I've had a few bouts since then as well. And then I could feel it creeping back in earlier this year. And so then I started taking Lexapro earlier this year. And then the first 30 days that were a little touch and go, but now it's like smooth sailing. So yes, if you need it, there is no shame in the game.
2: And also please know, I have been very lucky. And I think it sounds like you've been very lucky as well. Usually people need to try out different medications.
1: Yes. I've heard that as well, but yeah, I, yeah, I was
2: very lucky. The first, the first brand, the first dosage, it was like good. So, yep. but if it doesn't work, that you know, just keep trying because yep. it's it, it serious. The way you're feeling, you're not supposed to feel that way. Yep. <laughs> which
1: yeah, which I didn't
2: realize for 42 yeah. years.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Okay, so Kristen Bell, depression, anxiety, <laughs> <laughs> five um, times. Her mother Lorelai took her aside at this time and told her that both. Her, her mother, and her grandmother experienced anxiety and depression, too. Lorelai dispelled any sense of shame or stigma, including about medication, asking Kristen to consider why she was denying herself medication that could truly help her. Oh, there you go. So Kristen Bell uh, started to take SSRI medications and has since been very vocal about it. In late 2007, she began dating actor Dax Shepard, who is from um, Milford. And the couple announced their engagement, which is in Michigan, for those of you who may not know. I
2: didn't realize he was from Michigan.
1: hmm oh. The couple announced their engagement in January 2010, but they decided to delay marriage until the state of California passed legislation legalizing same-sex marriage. After Section 3 of the Defense of Marriage Act was ruled unconstitutional by the Supreme Court, she asked Shepard to marry her through Twitter, which he accepted. And they were married at the Beverly Hills County Clerk's office on October 16th, 2000, 2013, which cost them exactly $145, which I think is awesome.
2: That's cute.
1: She's very open about her marriage. She says, quote, I don't want any young person feeling like there's a fantasy out there that they just have to find the right person. That's not how humans work. People change. People grow. Marriage is much more complicated than I just haven't found my perfect peace. Kristen and Dax re-entered couples therapy just before the pandemic hit. She said, my husband and I were just at each other's throats. It's so obvious now that every two years you have to go back. Thanks to that refreshing, a refreshment course of couples therapy, Belle and Shepard did not kill each other in the beginning. But the couple found themselves at another difficult place when Dax Shepard, who was 16 years sober, sober, sober from alcohol, opioids and cocaine, briefly relapsed over the summer, taking painkillers after a motorcycle accident. Dax subsequently gave Kristen, quote, full privilege to call him on anything. After relapsing, Kristen says, he told her, you can drug test me whenever you want. I'm going to buy some tests. I'm going to have them in the house. If you ever feel you want, I'm going, uh, if you're, if you're ever feeling nervous, I want you to have access to this and I'll do it. No questions asked. (laughs) According to Kristen, uh, he wanted the safety net of knowing that at any moment he could be tested and she didn't balk. Her response was quote, maybe someday, why not? Well, when she's asked about the impact of being married to someone with substance abuse issues, she praises him and she says he's just good at trying and that's all you can ask of anyone. No one's perfect. He's proven to me that he is committed to evolving and he loves personal growth. Everybody's up against their own demons. Sometimes it's anxiety and depression. Sometimes it's substance abuse. She's just lovely.
0: She really
2: is just perfect.
1: And they have two daughters uh, and they're named Lincoln and unfortunately for this day and age, Delta oh no <laughs> i know uh, and they were born in 2013 and 2014 respectively
0: Aww.
1: i know and that's just a little background on Kristen bell she's just the cutest he really is i really love her dax Shepard has a podcast called armchair expert mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um
1: which i don't i don't love him but joe lists, listened or listens to it okay and those one time we were going i think down he played an episode of it that she was on and it's just, I just, I, they're great. Like just the way they communicate with each other. They're just so honest with each other. And it's just, mm-hmm. I just loved it. The only thing I really hated is that he calls her bell and that just got on my tits. But other than that,
2: because it's a last name.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to see what bell has to say about that. <laughs> but anyway,
0: it's hilarious
2: all right so let's see you left us at um where'd you leave us 2001 i think um she auditioned uh for the role of chloe sullivan in smallville which went to alice and
1: weird is that so weird they kind
2: of they have this i can see them auditioning for the same things
1: yeah for sure
2: Uh, in 2002 she appeared in the broadway revival of the crucible with liam neeson angela bettis and laura linney oh wow she then moved to los angeles oh hey all this stuff's on wikipedia uh she then moved to los angeles in 2002 because of her friendship with writers kevin murphy and dan studney what an unfortunate name
1: what a stud
2: Uh, and appeared in a handful of television shows as a special guest, finding trouble gaining a recurring role in a television series. Belle said she tested like eight times and booked nothing, and every show she tested for got picked up. Aww. Um, In 2004, Belle earned acclaim for her starring role in a lifetime television film, Gracie's Choice, which received one of the network's highest ratings. Hmm. She made her debut in a theatrically released film with David Mamet's action thriller, Spartan, as Laura Newton, the kidnapped daughter of the U.S. president, hmm. acting alongside Val Kilmer. Oh, poor Val Kilmer. Have you seen him lately? Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Val um, also guest starred on the HBO period drama series Deadwood in a two episode story arc.
1: Deadwood was about periods?
2: Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was it was really like a really long PSA
1: <laughs> that they show in health class.
2: But for some reason, HBO was like, let's see
1: that. Let's make a period <laughs> drama. <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> I it's ya. called Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs>
2: Let me tell you, it goes on for 30 or more years. Okay? Okay? With no fucking ending, sight.
1: And you also just get a real sharp feeling about when it's going to start.
2: They never tell you when the season's going to start. It's you're just just like, like, oh, you just like, feel it. You just, you're like, oh, God, gotta watch it right now. Oh, it's going to be messy if I
0: don't. Sometimes
2: it's in the middle of the night. <laughs> just like simple up right <laughs> 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 on the bus like ah oh, shit oh. <laughs> what a stupid bit okay uh, at 24 she won the title role uh, in the UPN remember UPN
0: yeah.
2: uh noir drama series Veronica Mars which was launched in the fall of 2004 um we all know what that's about. We don't have to go into that. Um she earned for her role she earned a Saturn Award for Best Actress on Television. Um and uh and she, some critics asserted that her performance was overlooked and deserved consideration for a Primetime Emmy Award.
0: Oh.
2: Um aside from working on Veronica Mars, Bell starred in reefer Madness, the music the <laughs> goddamn. The movie musical. <gasps> that's what Nope, never mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Cut all that out. Just cut it out. Reprising the role she played in the short-lived 2001 off-Broadway musical. Um, let's see. She then starred in Fifty Pills, Pulse, Cairo. I've heard of none of these things. Nope. Following the cancellation of Veronica Mars, Bell voiced interest in appearing on Heroes because she was a fan.
0: Oh
2: uh and so she did a little arc on that i guess yeah um let me see and then she also was uh the narrator on gossip girl let's see she also oh the after the cancellation of uh, veronica marsh she was also in forgetting sarah marshall um and uh, and then she uh lent her voice and likeness to the video game assassin's creed and assassin's creed 2 and assassin's creed brotherhood uh in 2006 she filmed the star wars themed comedy fanboys see what she has been in couples retreat uh win in rome Astro Boy, never heard of that, uh, and she also was in one of my husband's favorite films, inexplicably, Burlesque.
1: <laughs> yeah, I always think of him now when I see that movie somewhere.
2: You know, it doesn't matter how long you're with someone, you're, you can always keep your marriage, the mystery alive, because <laughs> just last year, I found out my husband disclosed to me that whenever burlesque is on he watches it which i found very strange because he's neither a fan of Cher or Christina Aguilera uh and so now we have a framed photo of Cher and Christina (laughs) Aguilera let's see she uh, she starred as Jeannie Vanderhooven in the Showtime comedy series House of Lies. Uh, she's been in Safety Not Guaranteed of a lifeguard. She was um, Ingrid DeForest, an Englet- Eagleton City Councilwoman on Parks and Rec. Um, in 2018, Hulu confirmed that Bell would reprise her role of Veronica Mars in an eight-episode fourth season. And then she did Kingdom Hearts too. <laughs> She is also obviously the voice in Frozen and Frozen 2, Frozen 2 being the best Disney movie ever made. Thank you very much. Um, She also did a docu-series on Disney Plus called Encore, and um, she was in uh, Bad Moms, and I think Bad Moms Christmas Mm -hmm. is what it is. She's Mm -hmm. one of those people, she's in a lot less than you think, Mm -hmm. but does a lot more voiceover work than you would imagine
1: yep and is in the new gossip girl reprising her role
2: yes and she also did um uh the good place almost said the new place <laughs> you know
1: the new place did you watch the good place
2: i, I did not i when all the fanfare you know when people i oh, god, it's so great i started watching it and i couldn't get into it
1: we fell off of it Towards the end of the run. So I had thought about going back to watch it this week, but then I just didn't do it. So Yeah, I just was like, okay. I enjoyed it, though. I really liked it. The problem with the TV things is that when there was such long time between seasons, it's just hard to remember what happened. And it is an intricate series. And so, like, I just feel like I need to sit down and watch it all back to back to back.
2: Right, right so so yeah that's her career in a
1: nutshell i think probably hearing her credits i think probably the first time i actually saw her would have been in that reefer mandis movie okay yeah i have never seen it oh it's fun so for my movie this week i watched forgetting sarah marshall directed by nicholas stoller released april 18th 2008 i'm gonna gonna say
2: 18 i was like really
1: i just went 13 years ago
0: that's uh, so
1: time it's so crazy yeah. what did you think of forgetting sarah marshall uh, had you seen it before
2: I, I had seen it before i had seen it uh several times before you know it's cute i uh, i i don't know if i don't know what it is i'm kind of not in the mood for the goofy white guy trope right now also um he annoys the crap out of me oh A little bit. It's weird. He doesn't, I don't dislike him. I I just, I don't know. He's just um, gumpy. (laughs) (laughs) It's cute. It was, it was cute.
1: Yeah. I, so we saw this at the movies and I remember really, really liking it a lot. And I hadn't seen it since then. And I could not remember how Russell brand fit into the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I, All of that. So watching it again this week, I liked it. I was disappointed that I didn't like it as much as I remembered liking it. Yeah, I hate
2: when that happens. Yeah.
1: Um, She's not in it as much as I remembered her being in it.
2: To me, she's actually in it more than I remember her being in it. Oh, interesting. Interesting.
1: So that was all. I mean, I liked it. It was a solid like, Mm -hmm. but I was expecting to be like, oh, I'm so happy I revisited that movie. Mm-hmm. And plus the people that are in it, it's weird. Like Paul Rudd is in it for like a couple of seconds.
2: Kristen Wiig.
1: Kristen Wiig, right, is the funny yoga teacher.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And like there's
2: somebody else.
1: Yeah. Oh, Bill Hader.
2: Bill Hader is his stepbrother.
1: Yeah. Mila Kunis is gorgeous. She's
2: just. It. it so they're equally beautiful in totally different ways. Yes. Yep. Like Kristen Bell reminds me of an American girl doll.
1: Yes, totally. All American.
2: All American. Like perfect. Like, and obviously she had braces, but like those perfect teeth that only braces make. And just everything is perfectly, she's just perfect. Whereas Mila Kunis is perfect as well, but just in a more organic sort of way. Yes. They're just, they're equally beautiful, just in very different ways.
1: Yes. So, if you don't know uh, this movie, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, um, she is an actress who's on a television program called Crime Scene, Scene of a Crime, crime? (laughs) uh, which has a bunch of franchises on TV. She's a detective with Billy Baldwin as her partner. They say terrible puns when people get murdered. Um, And she's dating Jason Mm Segel, who uh, does the music for the show. And at the beginning of the movie, they break up. And they both wind up in Hawaii after the breakup, and then hilarity ensues.
0: Hilarious.
1: To borrow a phrase from our other favorite podcast, Scaring a Sharing.
2: Uh, Jack McBriar.
1: Oh, right. Yes. And then Tammy Little Nut from uh, Strangers with Candy, who's in everything, that redheaded girl.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Um, the film, this movie is based on uh, Jason Segel wrote the script. It's based on his experiences breaking up with Linda Cardellini, which I did not know that they dated, but it makes oh, sense. They were both I in Freaks and Geeks, um, as well as three other breakups with unspecified women. But he has said that the naked breakup did not involve Linda Cardellini. Uh, But that did actually happen with one of his girlfriends, uh, was that he was naked when she broke up with him. Of course, it is the movie that thrust Russell Brand onto an unsuspecting American public.
2: Yeah, thanks for that. Never
1: (laughs) been the same since.
2: It's the worst. worst, worst. (laughs) Uh,
1: And then uh, this was interesting. In a panel at the San Diego Comic Con on July 19th, 2013, Kristen Bell told the audience that she learned that Veronica Mars had been canceled the day before she shot the scene in the film (gasps) in which her character learns that her (laughs) show was canceled. (laughs) Isn't that weird? But then I also love in the end credits, Jason Bateman's little cameo in her new series, Animal Instinct. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. She communicates telepathically with pets.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So bad.
1: (sighs) So that all was fun. It just, I feel like, I don't know. It also annoys me because I've never seen Get Him to the Greek, which I know is like a sequel slash companion movie. And I
2: didn't realize that until today.
1: And Jonah Hill is also in that with Russell Brand. Oh, okay. Jonah Hill is also in this movie. I don't think we said him.:
2: Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But he plays a totally different character and get him to the Greek, and that bothers me. Jonah Hill?: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. Because he gives him his demo in this movie. I just thought that they would somehow would have met up again or whatever. but
0: yeah.
1: But whatever. Weird. But it's sweet, you're right. I do agree. I feel like it's too much of him. Um, yeah
2: like i don't care like i don't care I yeah don't, i don't care about you
1: there is some of that i did like his little dracula rock opera at the end
2: i will say that is very different and unique and a show i would actually see
1: yeah it looked like it would have been a good time
2: yeah he has a thing for puppets he wrote the muppet uh he's he's obsessed with muppets yeah
1: he sings the muppet theme in this a little bit
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He really plays the piano, Mm
1: -hmm. IRL. Um, But yeah, I mean, you really do need to care for him as a character for this movie to succeed. Seemingly, a lot of people do because it it's at a 7.1 on IMDb reviews.
0: Okay.
1: Um, But I just, I don't know, like I I didn't give into its charms for whatever reason this time around.
2: Yeah, I think it's just... I'm just not in the mood for some doughy white guy to be sad. I just yeah. don't
1: care. I did think it was funny when Mila Kunis called up there and she's like, we're getting complaints of some woman crying. Yes. <laughs> and it's, oh, yeah. it's it's above me. You're on yeah, the top floor. You're on the top floor. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'll try and be quiet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're getting complaints of a woman crying.
1: But there was also a little bit too much of that. I'm like, you broke up. Get over it. Like, just move on.
0: Right? Like...
1: Like I felt yeah. that I just went on a little too long. But yeah, I mean it's I just maybe I wish it was shorter. I don't know. And I also really did not believe that Kristen Bell would be dating Russell Brand. Really? Like I just felt like she seemed much more sensible than that. I don't know.
2: See, I sort of wrote that off as like, you know, because you find out that they've been cheating for a year. Right. Um, I just wrote it off as like, he just wasn't Jason Siegel and that was enough for her. Yeah. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Okay. okay. Yep, like he yep. was just the polar opposite and yeah. she was just like, I, he's a sad sack of a person and yeah. Russell Brand is the opposite. And so that's how
1: I wrote that off. Okay. I can see that. I did enjoy how the two of them became friends like him and Russell Brand became friends yeah. with each other. I thought that yes. was sweet. Um, And that picture of Mila Kunis in the bathroom, of her Mm showing her tits, that was not, that was created via Photoshop.
2: How, here's, while I was watching it, I I thought of something. The scene where he almost sleeps with Kristen Bell again, but he Mm -hmm. can't uh, do the deed. Mila Kunis, I don't know that I would have been that angry. I felt the same way too. Like you slept together once. Yeah you've known each other four days
1: exactly yep. you
2: know that this is happening like i think and you don't know how you're going to be unless you're in this situation but i probably would be like i probably would have ended things as well but i probably would have been like you know
1: this isn't for me
2: this isn't you're just you're not you still have that and you shouldn't yeah. be with anybody like i i probably would have said the same things as she did but i would have been pissed yeah and like he comes right out and tells her and tells her everything that happened yeah. and.
1: In the, is, in the spirit of honesty.
2: And he was honest and forthright. And she gets so angry. Never speak to me again. It's like, bitch, yeah. you've known it. They had a relationship for five years.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: He has not been able to get rid of her through just happenstance. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, I agree with that 100%.
2: Like, I don't care what she did. She trumps you. They were together for five years.
1: Yeah, always. Yeah. And... Uh,
2: get over yourself yeah um also your mila kunis you can have anyone like please exactly
1: you're gorgeous
2: oh she's so you can have
1: ashton kutcher yes and you're living in fucking hawaii live it up girl
2: have you ever been to hawaii
1: i have not i have you have i have i want to go i was just watching it last night like oh it's beautiful i thought it was real boring oh isn't that weird how old were you i went with my ex-husband so that's probably the
2: real reason i hated it
1: like Um, it's the uh midi effect
2: yes yes (laughs) um the problem with it is because um uh a a little known fact actually it's not little known i'm sure that everyone in the world knew it but me i didn't realize that the, the sun comes up and goes down the same time every day 365 days a year oh interesting and so we went in november and so we get off the plane and it's seven o'clock and it's hot but it's already dark and yeah. you're like oh this is weird um because if it's hot you expect it to be light out like that's how my brain is programmed anyway um and also everybody gets up when the sun comes up because they get up and they go surf and they do all these things. And so everything closes at 6 p.m. Oh. So if you're trying to go to dinner, it's like, okay, well, there's a Denny's. Well, I can mm. go to Denny's here. Yeah. We were on, Denny's. Um, we were in Maui. So it's, it wasn't as touristy. It's the least tourist um maybe the other one anyway doesn't matter so uh, and i was stuck with uh dickhead so you know i wasn't having a good time i want to go back again with uh you know people i
1: like yeah has been twice this year
2: well she has family from there doesn't she
1: she is from there yeah or she okay. lived there yeah she's not from there but she lived there
2: that to be from hawaii how crazy is that i mean a lot of people are but you know
0: yeah
2: being from michigan it's it's going great um so
1: (laughs) what was your movie
2: my movie was um you again you again starring Kristen Bell uh Jodie Foster nope not Jodie Foster absolutely the fuck not (laughs) why did I say Jodie Foster Jamie Lee Curtis which is nothing like Jodie (laughs) Foster Jodie Foster (laughs) 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 Jamie Lee Curtis, Sigourney Weaver, Kristen Bell, and Odette Yustman. Okay, um it was released in 2010. It was directed by Andy Fickman, and it was uh, a bomb in the box office. <laughs> <laughs> a bomb. Uh, the basic gist of this movie is: Kristen Bell uh, is a high-powered publicist her brother is getting married um she finds out that he is marrying her high school bully and so she wants to put a stop to the wedding she gets home and this woman does not recognize her which only fuels the fire jamie lee curtis is um Kristen bell's mother sigourney weaver plays the bully the high school bully's aunt um then another layer is Jamie Lee Curtis and Sigourney Weaver used to be best friends in high school but now but then had a falling out so they're enemies it's just it's like an onion it is uh, and uh the long and the short of it is that everything is fine in the end um, how did you like this movie
1: it was okay i this was one of the ones i tried to watch for sigourney weaver week mm. and i didn't I stopped.
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I liked it better the second time around. Okay. I didn't finish it the first time, Um, but I did chuckle a few times this time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Again, Kristen Bell is just so endearing. And like, and
2: here's the thing about her she's perfect looking, but you can believe. That she may not have been yes. in her past.
1: Yep, Whereas Mila Kunis,
2: you're like, no, you came out of the womb looking like that. Yes. I don't care how many pairs of glasses we slap on you or how much <laughs> acne you have. You're still <laughs> perfect. Whereas Kristen Be- Kristen Bell's approachable.
1: Yes. Yeah, That's for sure. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she's just, you will always root for her. It's always lovely to see Jamie Lee Curtis.
2: Oh, my God. Love, anything.
1: love, love. Um, The Jimmy Wolk, who played her brother, is mm-hmm. from Farmington Hills. Really? Yes. At one point, he was wearing that Michigan shirt when they went jogging.
2: Oh, yep, yep, yep.
1: Um, So that's fun. That was fun. I like him. He's, unfortunately, he tends to star in a lot of TV shows that get canceled immediately. But I like him that. Oh, Decker, I was just, I was most mystified by her because I'm like, who the fuck is this? this is a huge role for someone to be to not like springboard off of it. Right. And like, I looked her up and she's been working since then, but like a lot of like TV work and stuff, but I was just like, how did you get this job and why weren't you able to capitalize on it? And that's just fascinating to me.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean,
1: she was fine. She was fine for the role, Um, but it was just interesting. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. It was just interesting. Like, who the fuck are you?
2: Right. And your name is
1: Odette Justman or whatever the fuck. Right. Which is just also weird. Like, I don't know. (laughs) But also, I need to say this, too, before I forget. This film does contain one of my most dreaded, most tiredest tropes, Hmm. which is the old lady saying sexy things. Hate it. (laughs) It's like, oh, got it. She's hip. She oh, says she's still, funny things. Mm-hmm. It's Betty White saying yeah. sexy things. <laughs> Tired. Although I did love the little addition of Chloris Leachman at the
2: yes, end. Yes, Chloris Leachman. Yes, that's another layer of the onion. Chloris Leachman and Betty White are uh, nemeses. You find out at the end. Um, you know, once again, it's one of those things where if people had just been honest, It's like a, it's like a long three's company episode. If you had just been (laughs) honest, all of this could have been avoided because Kristen Bell tells this girl, because what happens is the girl pretends that she doesn't know who Kristen Bell is. And she reveals later it's because she just wanted to start fresh. Well, all you had to do was say, Hey, I want to start fresh. I was an asshole because she's very traumatized by the person she used to be. She knows she was an asshole. She hates that she was an asshole. She's done a total turnaround. So all she had to do was say, you know what? I was an asshole. I am so sorry. Um, and then guess what? No movie. Because that it would have been done. Yeah. Right there. would have been five minutes long. Uh, it would have been five minutes. It would have been a short film. It would have been shorter than a short film. Yeah. It um,
1: would have been like a trailer.
2: It would have been, been a trailer for a film that they never even made. <laughs> so that trope is, uh, you, I say this every episode, I think. I just, I can't stand it. Um, also, the dude who doesn't know what's going on like i like brother you mean yeah the brother just being do he was another gump he was a <laughs> I think maybe i just hate men um <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then kyle bornheimer shows up as the rejected boyfriend again which is like his lot in life the ex-boyfriend right. who doesn't like, it was the same role in Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
2: Yeah, just stop. Um, It was fine. It was okay. I loved um, uh, Sigourney Weaver and Jamie Lee Curtis duke it out in a pool, dynasty style. Mm-hmm. But when they made up and they were talking at the end, I felt like it was so natural. It was like it wasn't scripted. Like, it was just the two of them screwing around and they happened to get a take of it. Does that make sense? Yep, I just yep. thought that was lovely. Um, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver in the sex pot bitch role is um, my favorite. <laughs> um, I did wonder, I would have liked to have seen them switch though, even though I said that was just my favorite. I mm-hmm. would have liked to have seen Jamie Lee Curtis as the sex pot and Sigourney Weaver as the
1: housewife. Yeah, that's interesting. I can see that.
2: That would have been, yeah. That would have been more interesting, I think. But it was cute. It's a, it's a, you know, if it's a good rainy day, I'm gonna play games on my phone, but have something on the TV
1: type of movie. Yeah, it was harmless.
2: Yeah, it was, it was harmless. There
1: was we no- also, we also got baby Dwayne Johnson.
2: That's right. Like
1: skinny, skinny, skinny Dwayne Johnson. Right. Um, you know who I did not like in this movie? Who was Kristen Chenoweth?
2: So I don't like her at all.
1: I love her. I wanted someone older, like someone like, I don't know, like Joan Collins or something, like someone who just like exuded like wedding planner, you know?
2: Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. The more, she, like, we got it. We get it. You sound like a chipmunk. Do you have anything else? Would you like to bring anything else to the table? No. Oh, you, you're blonde and you have a chipmunk voice? Good for you. Okay, next. Like, I just I don't care. I don't care. I don't like people maybe is what it is. <laughs> I think is really hmm. I mean, they both movies this week were they were okay. Yeah. If they were on I wouldn't turn them off. I wouldn't be like, "Ooh, yuck." I would probably
1: watch them. Ooh, but yeah.
2: But <laughs> but I I don't think I would seek them out.
1: Yeah, so sort of just a middle of the road week for us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know? no harm no foul. Yeah. I thing. think if
1: you want to watch, I think uh, "Forgetting Sir Marshall" is going to be a rental, and "You Again" is available on Disney Plus. Correct, correct, correct. So then next week we're back with a wee pod, yeah, and yeah, yeah. just to remind, we're going to be talking about Casey Wilson, but specifically about her book, which just came out called "The Wreckage of My Presence." Very and excited, then, and me too. And then in two weeks we're back with a full fledged app. Ep- and do you Full know who fledged. that's going to be? Do you want to wait? Do you want to see? I scroll? do. No, I want to
2: tell you now because <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Oh, good. We're going to do hold on to your butts. We're going to do Julia Roberts.
1: Oh, yes. One of my favorite people. I know. And I just I'm so
2: excited.
1: Gave you my Julia Roberts impression this episode. I know. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yes, I, we're going to do the Julia. adore her.
2: I Adore her as well. I'm well, very that's excited.
1: Lovely, perfect, and lovely.
2: Perfect and lovely.
1: All right. Well, that's it for us this week.
2: Yeah, that's it. Go live your lives.
1: <laughs> yeah, stop listening to us and get out there.
2: What do you? Oh, well, maybe they're maybe they're running.
1: It's summertime. Get outside.
2: Maybe they're running, listening to us. Maybe they are. I think oh, yeah. they're doing homework.
1: Send us an email. Three Send us an email.
2: Um, follow our Instagram.
1: Would we get any traction
2: if we had a Facebook page? Probably not. Would people join us?
1: Probably not.
2: Well, we'll see. We'll tw- we'll tinker. We'll toy. I don't. I don't know. Um. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye.